And now, for your misinterpreted crew, the five seven Greek god, Theranostalas. And when introducing himself, he's five eleven, from Boston, Massachusetts, the degenerate Keith Schmelter. And ladies and gentlemen, finally your host, the six one Ginge, Tellier Lundquist. And welcome to another episode of Misinterpreted, uh, the podcast version. Uh, geez, Keith, I just cannot. Im- I- I'm so excited to see you just go off on the Houston Astros right now. I'm so ready. I've been waiting all day. So last last episode, we talked a lot about the Astros, and that was when things were still kind of just Developing. coming up yeah. and, and, and things were just starting. I think it was like two or three days after Mike Fire stepped up and said something initially um, that we had the first podcast episode. And now we've had an entire week um, for Keith to be digging up dirt and hearing about stuff. Um, so... Anyway, uh, I'm Tyler Lundquist with Keith Schmelter and Theron Costales. Thanks for joining us again. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm very excited to see this. Keith, I'm just going to give you a little bit to uh, just kind of go. So uh, have at it. All right. So the amount of information that has come out in the last week of since we've done this podcast is amazing. The amount of conspiracies that has come out has been amazing. What are you doing? I'm, tra- I'm trying to tighten your mic. Oh, wow. it's like it's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, man, just get it there you really go. close. All right. Yeah, I mean, Hello? I speak to it close. Okay. Can, sorry. Yeah. 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 Go so, for it. some of these conspiracies. I just want to start with this because these, this is one of my favorite topics. So, buzzing bandages. That's cool. There is photo and video <laughs> evidence of this happening. Is there really during the postseason? I can show you. I have the picture up right now. That's okay. So on it's like Bregman's bat on his hand. You can see him holding a bandage. Oh There's my video gosh! Of Chirinos having a bandage on his bat. So when someone touched it, he could feel vibration on his bat to know that it was going to be an off. Oh my gosh! MLB executives found that one, and they brought it up to Bamford. Wow, that's crazy. Every exec that has seen that believes it and believes that that's another form of cheating. That that would be crazy technology. First off, yeah. So okay, so they have one in the dugout, like at the little station. Yeah, whoever's doing it has one, and they just press it, and it presses on the other one. Yeah, that's so unreal. They can, like, give it to the batter who goes up next. Put it either on his hand, like Bregman had, or on the bat, and they can <laughs> feel the vibration on the bat. That's so cool. That's actually really cool. That's so smart. Okay, Imagine that's so to know smart. Just coming before, like, just not even doing anything and just feeling a vibration in your bat and being like, "Oh wow, it's gonna be an off speed." Like, that's insane. That's so cool, though. That's real. I, I'm I'm impressed just that by the technology. So that's all tech. I care about. Yeah. So much thought going into that. Right? Like, it's yeah, I like it a lot. I can believe that one. That was the most, one of the more far fetched ones, but yeah. it was really cool. Yeah. Um. There's also whistling from the left field train. There's people think that conductor, that guy that like stands up there sometimes, mm-hmm. he's in on it. Or, but How like train whistle, like a train no, no, whistle, no, like or he's ju- just doing like his mouth. There's, no, there's way. no way they can hear that. That's a kind of a far fetched one. That yeah, but there's absolutely no way. One of my ones that I kind of thought was weird until I saw a video that came out was the Bat Boy gave subtle signs. 
No, Did you see that they had the Bat Boy on. No it? way! <laughs> Anyone see that video? No. There's a video of the Bat Boy, who's like the one you know, the one that stands behind home plate, being like doing like one sign. He's like younger pitch. than us. Yeah, he's like a 17 year old kid, but you'd see him he, being like <laughs> he's involved with possibly the <laughs> largest tampering scandal in Major League Baseball history. Every pitch you can watch him for one at bat. He'd be like touch two items, or do this, or tap a hand. Something. Are you serious? Pitch. And someone caught it. He's trying to be really subtle about it. He'd take his hat off, put it back on, something like that. Wow. Okay, so uh, no, there are more. So My yeah. personal favorite was that uh, – does anyone remember the uh, hump they had in mm-hmm. center field? Yep. Yeah. Yep. They got rid of that at the end of the 2016 season. Yep. When did they start cheating? 2017. They say that they got rid of that hump. Because the camera angle would have been thrown off. So they got rid of the hump to make it even so that they can put the camera directly at the catcher so they can cheat easier. Oh my the gosh. reason that they took it down was for cheating. Oh That's what people gosh. think. Just the time that it like lines up perfectly. That's insane how this could have been a four-year process. Right? And the fact that the, awesome. the hill also made it go back farther. So they're saying they made it closer to home plate. So the camera could catch it. And the camera had a better angle. Oh my gosh! And they and just said it was like a new renovation in 2016, like you know, just a new, modern kind of thing. So yeah, it's been a four-year plan. Yeah. Oh and the Astros gosh. have been significantly better these last four years. Yeah, like, remember they were the before joke 20, of MLB. Yeah, for they were like the 2014, yeah. 2015. They had like one of the biggest turnarounds. Yeah. That's insane. So that was my personal favorite because I don't know who made the connection, but shout out to them, the amount of effort that they did to find that mm-hmm. and just remembering that. Mm-hmm. Hats off to you. That's incredible. So on to like who's being questioned about this because this is a huge like this is unraveling. Everyone's getting involved in this. You have Carlos Beltran, who's a mess manager. Go blue. A, yeah, he was a player <laughs> on the 2017 Astros before he retired. You have AJ Hinch. Go blue. Current manager. Sorry, someone texted me to say go blue a lot of times. Really? Yeah. Like someone. Michigan? Yeah. Well, it wasn't BJ. <laughs> <laughs> go blue. That's for you, Will. Continue. Um. Yeah, obviously, uh, A.J. Hinch. Um, Craig Bjornston, he's a Red Sox bullpen coach because we got him mm-hmm. from the, uh, 27, the 2017 Astro run. Obviously, Alex Cora, who's a Red Sox manager, he was the bench coach for the 2017 Astros. You have um, Brandon Tubman, who was fired. He's not part of any organization right now because he was fired for that, you know, domestic assault. Like, they didn't stand <laughs> Why'd you put that in quotes? Domestic assault. Well, I mean, like... Do you have something to tell us, Keith? What, <laughs> what he got fired for, I still don't believe it. He got fired for saying, I'm so effing glad we got Ozuna to a woman. That's a domestic violence, like... like I know she's, like, a mentor, but, like, can you get fired for saying that? Like, he wasn't... I don't think he looked at her dead in the eyes and be like, I'm so glad we got Ozuna because... Right. Like, he just said, I, so glad I, we got Ozuna. And it was I because agree. he just did a save. I think it's largely... Be- the reason he got fired is because people read so much into the subtext yeah. that was unsaid. I really don't think he thought about it that much. I don't think so either. So I think he was just excited, yeah, that's, honestly. That's, and that's, maybe, maybe, I mean, sure, it was the wrong time to be said. Yes. It was the wrong person to say it to. Absolutely. But I agree with you. It, it, I don't think that was his intention. But either way, he's out. Mm-hmm. And that's another suspect. That's another 
coincidence. That one we can put in air quotes. Yeah, that I still think that's that that whole shady thing. I, I think that was shady. I, I think he was going down, and he wanted to go on a better note. Yep, that's my stance. Yep. But back to um, how they did it. This came out on people found it on the Astros World Series documentary. The fact that they had a team personnel watching the feed in the hallway between the clubhouse and the dugout. They had a table, a TV, a trash can, a bat, and an extension cord. That is sketchy. I don't think it, it you li- have them dead to rights anymore. It like, lines literally. up with literally everything that's yeah. been said. Yes. The bat, trash the can, trash can, bat, the monitor. TV. Like, <laughs> oh what? my gosh. That was in their documentary. Yeah. They couldn't have, like, screwed themselves over more. It's like, did you not watch it over to see? I mean, that's, that's a big like, way, Altuve walking up the stairs. I go, wait a second. <laughs> wait a second. What is that? They're the reason that they're going to get caught for this, for that incident, because no one would have found it unless it was on the World Series documentary. They put it in there. Whoever is the video editing guy either didn't like that they were cheating or is really stupid and didn't catch it. He's he's out of a job. Yes. <laughs> he is done. He's done. I don't think he's the only one out I, of a I job. Bet, I, bet the second, I bet the second that went live, he was out. The like, second it went live, he was out. Yeah, they realized that. I was like, yeah. yeah well, they watched it. They were like, totally oh, nope, us. you're done. Bye-bye. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's going to come bite us in the butt soon. Wow. But yeah, I mean, if this hadn't come out and you're watching that documentary and you see it, you're like, no, oh, that's a little weird. Not sure what that's for. Mm-hmm. It's like, sure, okay. You know, a lot of teams they keep like leftover bats just in trash cans because they hold a lot, like yeah. the big bins. Totally natural to have a bat in a trash can. Sure. Then a TV in a, a hallway yeah. with a guy sitting there, with, a, with like watching. a like a station, like yeah. A, yeah. A, a manned station. Yeah. Sketchy. That's but especially strange. now that we know what we know, <laughs> and now we're like, oh wait, that makes perfect sense. Hundred percent. And Rob Manfred came out. And said, any allegation that relates to a rule violation that could affect the outcome of a game or games is the most serious matter. Basically, he's saying, I have all the authority and I will punish you guys severely. Yep. I'm loving how Manfred is doing this so far. Good. Oh, 100%. Good. No, he's per- He's doing it perfectly. Absolutely. I Absolutely wait. perfect, yeah. I have all confidence in him that he's going to do the right thing and he's going to give them the severe punishment that they should. And I mean... Look at the evidence. Right now, you have them literally dead in writing. There's an email suggesting using cameras if necessary. The Astros also discussed stealing signs with their scouts over the phone in a group Slack channel. And they're saying using cameras to steal signs reportedly appalled several scouts. The ones that had good morals, obviously. Yep. yep. There's literally in writing in group chats and emails over phone calls. Why won't the Astros admit it? Yeah, it's it, it's really surprising that they haven't even come out and said anything. I don't. It's get re- it. they're just letting it unravel. I I just don't get it. And Jeff Luther, who's the new GM after you know, Tubman got fired. Yep. He came out and said this week, we haven't done everything properly, but I do feel confident that in general, most of the time, <laughs> we did things right and we try and follow the rules. We, we try sure to be try good and citizens <laughs> and we try to compete as hard as we can. Do you think that was scripted for him or what? Oh my gosh! I don't get it. Everything that is BS. Has dead to <laughs> that Why is are you so BS. Excuses. They never denied it either. Exactly. They're not we, denying we haven't done everything it. properly. Yeah, that's we try to saying, compete as hard as we can, we no matter tr- how we get there. No, we try to follow the rules, but we might but not. We might, we might not at times, we, or we, we for an entire season, or three. Yep. Oh my gosh! Like, what are you doing? 
It's like everyone knows that you're wrong. Mm-hmm. It's like when you sneak out and you tell your parents you'll be back by midnight and then you're back by 1.30, but they hear you when you come back in at 1.30 and the next morning they ask were you back by 12 and you said yes, but everyone knows that you were not back by 12. <laughs> That's a great way to say it. That's exactly a great way to say it. Like, that exactly right. This is what's going on. What's this, is, this happened to me. My mom got up in the morning at 1.30 when I got home. <laughs> Shout out to you, mom. You might listen to this. But seriously, why won't they admit it? I don't get it. They have writing. Fires came out and said it. They have literally all the documentation they need to go to court right now. Yeah. I don't get why they won't admit it. Don't you think the consequence would be a little less severe if they admit it right now saying, hey, guys, we cheated. We had own up to it and admit it. But why are they letting Manfred be the one to say you cheated? I love that Manfred is using his power right now. It's I amazing. love it. Because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a lot of people see the commissioner as pushovers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people. And they try to power play them. And Manfred's not letting that happen. Good. And as, I as love it. I love it. And that's that's the difference between Roger Goodell and Rob Manfred. Mm-hmm. I have all the respect for Manfred. 100%. Because Manfred's doing what the fans want. Mm-hmm. Goodell does the opposite. Goodell does what the executive wants. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's not how you should govern. I mean, at times, yes, you should do what the gov- what the executives want. But the majority of it, you should do what the majority of the league and fan base wants. And that's what Manfred's doing, and I respect him for it, and uh, he's the best commissioner <coughs> of all time. Yep, and he's launching a thorough investigation, as he says, yep. which I don't think is going to take long, considering there's photos of them cheating. You don't there's- think it's going to take long? For this to happen, I think it's going to take a long time for them to go to like get go to court and then figure. I'm out I'm saying all it's the... going to be very quick to figure out they were cheating. I, can, I think okay. the consequence after that is going to take longer. Yes. Yeah, I agree. I do yeah. think it's going to be resolved before spring training. Wow. Oh, way sooner yeah. than that. Yes. I, like, because so many punishments are going to have to be in effect for this upcoming season. Mm-hmm. And there's, I read here there are some of the consequences that people want. Okay. And the possibility of it happening or not. Okay. The 2017 World Series title awarded to the Dodgers. Ooh. That's not happening. Oh, that, no, no, that that will not you, happen. You can't okay. give it to another team because they didn't win. Like, you can't say that they That's impossible. won without cheating. Yeah. Like, taking it away from the Astros is one thing, but to give it to the Dodgers? That's the next like, thing. They clearly the did not Series deserve title. it. Yeah, yes. okay. The next one is vacate the World Series title. That's a total possibility. That's completely understandable mm-hmm. and within their right. Don't really see it happening. No, but it's a total possibility. Yep. Take away draft picks. As of right now, this is what everyone's thinking is going to happen. Really? It's that makes the, the strongest sense. possibility of what the punishment will be. I get that. The next strongest, ban them from the postseason in the 2020 season. I can also see that. So make ban all them from the whole season? No, the postseason. Oh. So make all 162 games basically meaningless. So, so wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold up, hold up. That's one less team in the AL West. <laughs> Go Mariners! <laughs> all right. Yes. Now all we have to beat is the uh, reigning MVP, MVP Mike Trout and the Angels and the Oakland Athletics, who have made the postseason with bad teams the past two years. We can do it, boys. You might have a leg up on the Rangers, though. So yeah, the Rangers are terrible. Yeah. But um, Go M's. All right. Um. Yeah. I mean, this whole thing is nuts. I think one of the most interesting things, though, is the number of people on that staff. That are at different clubs now. Yeah, mm-hmm. Carlos Beltran, Mets manager, just named this uh, this off season. Uh, Craig Bjornson, you said Red Sox bullpen coach. Alex Cora, Red Sox manager. AJ Hinch was promoted to manager, and um, Brandon 
uh, Brandon Tubman, gone. Bye yeah, bye. He's he won't. That's one of my things. Is he? I want him banned from baseball. Even though he yeah. probably wasn't the one that started it, he definitely realized it was a good idea and went along with it. Yeah, he knew the most information. About exactly. It, See, here's the I thing. I want him banned. Here's the thing. People have been banned for so much less. Yes, absolutely. Oh. Pete Rose betting on his team. Started. Pete Rose betting on his team as a manager is way. Wait, like, not, not nearly as bad. No. Not comparable. He literally cheated for three years. He <laughs> got to the World Series and won the World Series <laughs> once and almost won it. And got there twice. And got there twice. Yeah. And imagine, as a Red Sox fan, I would I would be so mad right now if they beat us in the ALCS last year. Yeah. Like, we still went on to win it. But the fact yeah, that... Casual. Subtle brag. Yeah. But the fact that we now know that they were cheating during that <laughs> series, more than likely, it's so annoying. Just because, like... They screwed over the Yankee fans. They are livid right now. Mm-hmm. And Dodgers fans are livid right now. Like, it's just so aggravating that the fact that they're a good team, but they felt the need to cheat anyways to be even better. Yeah. Do you think the players on the team should have consequences? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Because everything right now is pointing towards the organizations and organization. Yeah. But, like, the players definitely have a part in this. I think it's very possible that they actually get, like, uh, banned from Hall of Fame. Wow. No, Jose Altuve is a player that could probably make it there. He's definitely on track. Alex Bregman's on track. Carlos Correa's on the edge. But these people, they could be Hall of Famers. I I, I could see a Hall of Fame ban. Um, So here's here's another thing. Garrett Cole is uh, in—he's a free agent. Mm -hmm. Everyone knew he wanted to get out. As soon as the season was over. I don't know why I didn't get out earlier. Well, did you see the video of... Uh, it went on social media a day or two ago. Someone went back and watched like almost all of the home runs during that this postseason mm-hmm. and zoomed on Garrett Cole's reaction. Mm-hmm. He was never happy. Yeah. There was one time, Bregman had a grand slam in D.C. Everyone on the bench went crazy. He stood there, and his facial reaction literally dropped. He was not happy about it. And Why? Because he's like, wow, like this isn't fun. We're just cheating and winning. Like yep. he hated it. Yeah. And there's no re- like no wonder he wants to get out of this. And look at after the 2017 2017 season, everyone that left. Yeah. They're realizing like, wait, it worked. Cool. It's not gonna work forever. Yeah. And that's why everyone started leaving. I'm yep. not surprised that Garrett Cole wants to get out of there as fast as possible. Not at all. Like I'd want to get as far away from Houston right now. Yep. Man, that's so terrible. But I, I mean, I, I want to go slightly back to the um, people who have been banned for life. So Pete Rose, when he bet on his team, when he was managing that team, banned for life. Chris Correa, scouting director of the Cardinals in 2017, notice the year, mm-hmm. hacked into the Astros scouting database, and he was banned for life for that. He's probably wondering why they're doing so well. He <laughs> was probably catching on. No, because he yeah, went. He a very good point. The reason he did it was to see. Why they were so good and why their farm system was yeah, so good. How they sure. turned around yeah, from like a worst missing, team to a like, best team within like two years. And sure, their farm system's pretty good, but it's nothing special. Yeah, they had Correa come up. All right, he's pretty good. They had a couple other guys come up, but so they've no, had like, some good draft picks. Great yes. teams. Yeah. They've had some good draft picks, but so does their farm team. system's not that good. It's just their major league team. And wonder why. I can see why he was hacked into it now. You can totally go back and say, like, wow, he knew something shady was going on. And he probably saw something. Yeah. He probably saw something. Um, here's here's another thing. If Houston fans get mad at us talking about him like this, 
Here's a Houston native saying the Astros deserve what they get for pitch-dealing nonsense. Written by the Houston Press. There you go, Houston fans. Are you kidding me? If I'm an Astros fan, I'm, an, I'm disgraced right oh, now. Yeah. yeah. If, if this happens in like a major sports city like Philly or Boston, yeah. I'm, all the fans are... We would, there would be so... Get out of there. Oh, you're yeah. done, you're done yeah. backing them up at, oh, yeah. any, at all costs. Yeah, the Red Sox do that. I'm going to be a Yankee fire. fan, but I wouldn't be a Red Sox fan anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Browns fans trying to back up Miles Garrett. No sense. Did no you sense. hear what he said? That he, he was trying to put it back on? <laughs> that was a joke. That was a joke. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he said that it, it was like an excessive suspension for what he got. We, we can Which is later. false. Yeah, I, I 100% I totally false. Agree. I agree. Yeah. So many it. things in sports happening right now. So much happening. All right, we'll move on since we spent about 20 minutes on the Astros. Can I get my bottom line? <laughs> yeah, do the bottom line. <laughs> bottom line. Do the bottom right. line. I Yeah, just get into this. This has gone in so deep. This has gone in so much. They have been dead to rights. Writing, photos, videos, literally everything. In an ideal world, I want the 2017 World Series vacated. I don't want them getting any like glorification from that. I want nothing. I want no happiness coming out of that World Series. I want Ben Tubman for life. I don't want him in baseball anymore. There's no room for cheaters. What he did was wrong. He knows it. I want him out. There's no reason a team should even want him on their organization anymore. He should be done. Yeah, I don't think there should be a 20, 2020 postseason for the Houston Astros. Good Mariners. They have a chance. Not really, but like slightly. I appreciate you saying that. I appreciate yeah. you saying that. Yeah. After going almost to the World Series three straight years, no, I don't want even them going to the postseason. I, I, they need to suffer the repercussions immediately, and I want them to play 162 games, knowing that it won't be worth anything God, besides making a little bit so of money. Painful. It is play oh all those God. games, all those wins matter for nothing. I want millions in fines. <laughs> <laughs> I literally want enough of a player's salary. On the Astros. I want however much Altuve is getting paid this year on the Astros. Double it. I need all of the money on the Astros. All the money they made from the World Series, all that gear, all the memorabilia, on the Astros. I want it back on them. Also, in an ideally in an ideal world, I want to throw the book at the Astros organization, and I want them done. I, I literally want them to cripple and get on their knees and never be able to get <laughs> into a World Series for 10 more years, ideally. Because what they did, I hate I can't stand it. There's no room for that in baseball. I want Altuve banned. I want Correa banned. I want, I don't want them to win. I want them to be a good team for at least ten more years, and people can be like, okay, maybe I can forgive them. They've been such a bad team for ten years. You know, be the Mariners for ten years. Hey, <laughs> try, like, try, like 18. try eighteen. Try yeah. eighteen. <laughs> Honestly, if I get out my way, I don't want the Astros to make this World Series for eighteen years. We just haven't ever made one. So. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Anyways, it's been more than that. I hate that. It's been we we haven't made it for more than that. Yeah, because 2001 first season. First we we first. just haven't made the postseason. And since 20, yeah. 2001. we just never made the World Series, <laughs> let alone win. Um, that's a little harsh. What they did was going on for over three years. Yeah, yep. if all this is true, like, I think those punishments are well deserved. Also. Astros organization, I want a complete shakeup. I still think that who is their manager right now? I said Jeff Luthrow. Mm -hmm. I want him out too. He probably knew about it somehow. Probably. I want him out. Probably. I want their VP, their baseball operations team, kicked out. I want their whole scouting in case they knew about it. I want a whole new scouting team. Literally anything that has importance within the Astros organization, I want them out and then start from the bottom up, like a new MLB baseball team. See, this is why I wish it was an NBA team, so we could move them to Seattle. 
What about that would be ideal. Orlando Dreamers? What? You guys hear, heard about yeah, the possibility just... of a new expansion team? Yeah. For MLB? Orlando. Yeah. No way. Yeah. I don't like that. Because baseball in Florida is working out really well. Yeah. Yeah, Miami's amazing. Yeah, Tampa Bay is just well, Tampa, so many wait. fans. <laughs> Great team, so few fans. Exactly. Don't, no one lives in Tampa don't Bay. Don't put any more baseball in Florida. It doesn't work. Don't it's put any more sports working. in Florida. Put them in Seattle where maybe, like, you know, not Seattle, sorry. Um, put them in, what was it? Iowa. San Diego? Put him in Iowa. San Diego's the Padres. Are you kidding me? I, you, I was just thinking of another S. Put him uh, in anyway. Nevada. Put him uh, in Las Vegas. Put him in Vegas. Yes. Put, put him in, in Vegas. Yeah, someone, like, their, ML, their AAA team in Vegas, the Give Aviators, get on. more fans than the Rays do. There you go. That's what I'm saying. Anyways, yeah, that's Florida baseball. All right, Florida baseball is down the drain. But um, speaking of NBA teams who have had a bit of a scandal, the uh, Sacramento Kings' former chief revenue officer... Jeff David stole $13 million Easy. from the franchise over a span of about three years. And he he just moved on to the Heat. He was fired from the Heat job. He's out of a job. He probably won't have a job for a long time. He's probably going to jail for a long time. Um, but Jeff David has probably the most insane story that I've really heard in sports, especially from an an executive level while he was with the Kings. Um, He was in charge of all the advertising and marketing and getting sponsorships and everything. Um, And the entire story is too complicated to tell, but the basis of it is that he created a a, a fake banking account called Sacramento Sports Partners, or SSP, which was under his name... (laughs) <laughs> and he told the partners that it was a benefactor of the Kings organization. So the partners, Golden One, who has the name rights to the brand new arena, and Kaiser Permanente, who is one of the biggest sponsors, they both sent $9 million from Golden One and $4.4 million for Kaiser Permanente to his Sacramento <laughs> Sports Partners, his exact banking account. Uh-huh. And he used that money about a week after he bought it to buy an $8 million home in California. That's not suspicious at all. Was he not making enough money as the chief revenue officer? Apparently not. I feel like that's a I just don't get why job. people, like, do, like, why, what was... Do they think they're not going to get caught? Yeah. Do the Astros they're not going to get caught? <laughs> Everyone's going to get caught. It just happens. That, I feel like that's something you learn as a, like, a 12-year-old when your mom catches you on your phone past your bedtime. Yeah. Yeah. You just learn it early on. Every someone's gonna find out, and it's most likely your mom. This is like a Wolf of Wall Street kind of thing. He thought he's gonna get away with it for a while. Yeah, true. And then he just got the. Book it's ego. It. It's yeah. just ego. And this guy. It's not not only did he buy the eight million dollar estate on the beach of California, he also bought a three point five million dollar estate, and he was calling in um, uh, contractors and all these people that he was trying to flip the houses. <laughs> he wasn't even gonna live in them. He was just trying to make them better and then sell them for more. So he really spent all the money he made within like a week? Yeah, pretty much. Can you imagine checking your banking account and see a $4.4 million deposit from Kaiser Permanente? <laughs> I know. And then nine from Golden One? Nine million dollars. All right, honey, we're getting a new home. <laughs> it's like, oh, are we going to live there? No, we're going to sell it for more. <laughs> we're just going to put it in a pool and sell it. It's so stupid. Anyway, um, highly encourage you to read up on the Jeff David story. It it is a heck of a roller coaster. I was reading it 
during class today. And uh, <laughs> But it, it was the most interesting thing. It probably took me 15 minutes to read 75% of it. But it, just because it was long and complicated. But This seems um, very messy. It's extremely messy. Um, and there's a lot more financial lingo and everything. It's much more complicated than the Astros, although the Astros is probably much more of a scandal. Um, so we're not trying to outdo one scandal with another. But uh, I say move the Kings to Seattle. They were going to back in 2014. Jeff really? David Jeff David is the one that kept them in Sacramento because he brought partnerships in uh, before so you, he started committing fraud. So, so you think a team should move to Seattle? They don't, you don't think they should have an expansion team? No. I think what they have thirty in the NBA. That's a perfect number. I think it's a perfect number. They don't need that one. Um, but yeah, they should definitely come to Seattle. And the who who wants to go to a Kings game? Sure, they're getting better. Not bad this year. Yeah. But you're in Sacramento. It's not a great area. Sure, it's the capital of the state, but no one lives there. No one in Sacramento likes the Kings. I am convinced. I am convinced. And if our podcast is cool enough to reach to Sacramento, I <laughs> apologize. <us> <laughs> I apologize, but I don't. Because the Kings are the worst franchise in the country. Okay? Bottom line. Bottom line, move them to Seattle. That's right. What do you guys think? Seattle needs a team? Keep them the Kings? Seattle Give Kings? them the Kings. No. Well, no. Wouldn't be the Kings. That's what I said. That's what, that's what. But do you think they should go to Seattle? Uh, yeah, because yeah, yeah, because they're getting they're getting a hockey team next year too. Yep, yep, yep. So then they had they'd have hockey, basketball, football, baseball, baseball. Mariners, and WNBA Seattle Storm. Aren't Brianna Stewart, filthy. Yeah, they won it two years ago before the Mystics won it this year. I mean, Alana Deladon, big city like Seattle, and like the economic benefits that they could get from having it's incredible an NBA team. I don't know yeah. like why it can't happen so soon. Like I feel like it's. Would benefit the city of Seattle and the people of Seattle. Like, yeah, I, plus, I think it's just plus more what, than Seattle. Yeah. I think it's the whole Northwest. Yeah, you, no, what people don't understand about Seattle is that we are we are a basketball city. We are a basketball city, and so many people now are coming from Seattle high schools and colleges, more high schools, but um, kids are kids are coming up and going places out of Seattle for basketball. I mean, we're 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 a basketball city. Yeah, we've always loved it. So you're not like. Do people like the Trailblazers? Or is that just like, no, 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 no. we're not Trailblazers fans. We're, we are Thunder haters. Makes sense. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, speaking of the Thunder, um, on Tuesday night, LeBron James became the first player in NBA history to record a triple-double against every team in the league, all 30 of them. Played the Thunder on Tuesday night, put up 25 points, 11 assists, and 10 rebounds. I mean, th- I in year 17, what he's doing is incredible. And if Luka Doncic wasn't in the league, he would be leading the league in triple-doubles in his 17th season. This guy's unreal. I think it means more that he did this in his 17— it took him 17 seasons to do this, but then Russ, the only team he hasn't done it against is the Thunder. And he's— Well, he's been on their team. Exa- so. Exactly. So yeah. I think Russell. I think it's more of— an accomplishment for Russell Westbrook than it is for LeBron. I feel like Russell Westbrook looks for triple doubles and LeBron James just plays. He's a stat pattern where LeBron, I feel like, just has been playing like yeah, he, really well. He's doing he has a lot of assists this year. He's, he's, he's leading, leading the league in assists with yeah. eleven and a half per That's, game. That's yeah, insane. He, and he's still averaging twenty five plus. 
Oh my gosh. He's got to be playing like at least 35 minutes a game, right? Yeah, I think he's up to like 33, 34. Wow. It's amazing. It would be a lot doing. of time to average 11 assists and put up at least 25 a game. Like, that's. You're doing a lot. Doing like a, a lot. Yeah. I mean, and 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 the the beautiful thing about the Lakers right now is that he's not even the star of the show. It's Anthony Davis. It's Alex Caruso, baby. <laughs> I mean, Dwight Howard. His career has been completely rejuvenated. How'd you know I was going to use that word? What else? What other word were you going to use? It's gotten better. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I mean, he is Danny Green is dunking again. Yeah. Contavious Caldwell Pope is well, he's still bad. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, this team is Dudes. coming together, and and it's not even the LeBron show. He's not making it about himself. And I that, think that's what's that's different. amazing. Yeah, because this I think this is the first time where it's not the LeBron show. Yep. And he doesn't have all the attention on him, so he can. I don't think he has as much pressure. No, no. not at all. Yeah, it's great. Um. So LeBron James right now is my current MVP pick. Um, some other early MVP candidates, I would put Luka Doncic, uh, Kawhi Leonard, James Harden, Giannis. I mean, it's going to be the same guys for at least another five years. You have to expect it. Um, Luka is he's so good. He, yeah, he Leading the, the league in triple-doubles at the age of 20. Yeah, he was the, young, the only other player to have a triple-double with 40 points under 21 was him and LeBron. Yep. It's insane what he's doing, and um, I love him so much. But um, I, I I can't see anyone else being involved in that conversation. No, really can't. Mm-hmm. I I I was even hesitant to put Kawhi on there. Yeah, just because I, yeah, he's a shallow teammate. He's hollow. You know, I don't like it. Um, I was hesitant to put Giannis up there just because the Bucks aren't having the best season right now. Uh, but then I looked at his stats, and he's top five in points <laughs> and rebounds, leading the leading the league in rebounds, I think, or behind Andre Drummond. I think he's got 14 a game or something like that. Um, but I mean, Harden's I, just an unreal scorer. He's... It's, yeah, I mean, Harden's averaging 39.2 a game. <laughs> Next closest is Giannis with 30. Wow. It's nuts. He has over 16, or sorry, he has over 600 points already total. I mean, the, the guy just gets buckets. It's nuts. Anyway, those are my uh, top five MVPs right now. Um, Carmelo Anthony, back in the league with the Trailblazers, made his debut on Tuesday night uh, against the Pelicans. They suffered a uh, 11 point loss in New Orleans, but Carmelo Anthony had 10 points, four rebounds on four for 14 from the field. You know, we've seen this is uh, you know two for three from three, two for three from three, but. Um, not from three, you know, two for eleven. Two for eleven. So, I don't know. We normally we've seen Melo as like a mid-range, really good finisher. He's not. You know, I'd love to see him back in the league. <laughs> and but one of his threes was uncontested. There was no yeah, one within five had, feet. Yeah, of him. <laughs> he had a lot of time to do yeah, that. that. Yeah, that was the first points the Trailblazers scored that game. Okay, here's what's here's what's insane to me. The odds makers had Carmelo Anthony. Points total over under ten and a half. <laughs> How do they know they... that Carmelo Anthony, coming off of a four hundred plus day hiatus from the league, is going to put up ten and a half ish points, and they get it right? I will say this: if they put it at nine and a half, I would have wanted to take the over. 
So if we're at eleven and a half, I would have wanted to take the under. So they know they know it's gonna be like in that range because you know nine and a half looks really low. But like eleven and a half could be like, oh, that's way too high. You know? It's unreal. It's unreal how good they are. Except for the last two Grizzlies games. Yeah, wow. They've really just <laughs> pooped the bed there. The Grizzlies in the past two quarters have been outscored. I actually think this is a real stat. It's like seventy-five to thirty-four. Yeah, I was thinking thirty-four is generous. They, and they've won the first quarter in both games by at least yes! two points. Yes. But yet in the second quarter, it's like they don't know how to play basketball. It's the bad news bears. That's true. No, okay, so um Tuesday night they played the Warriors in Memphis, where they are much better. They lost the second quarter thirty three to sixteen. After winning the first quarter by two, right? Yes. Wow. Then uh a couple nights ago on Sunday. They played in Memphis again against the Nuggets. They were up by four at the end of the first, and they lost the second quarter 44 to 17. 44 to 17. What what are you doing? So it was 77 to 35. Oh. Sorry, 33. 77 to 33 in the past two in the past two second quarters for the Grizzlies. I don't get it. After being the best first half team in the league. At 10, 2, and 1 before those two games. Nuts. Nuts. And it's annoying me. That's crazy. It really, really annoys me. Um, just looking at it right now, Dallas minus 14 against the Warriors. I don't know. Warriors look pretty good on the line. I was surprised by how well they played against the Grizzlies. Yeah. And then um, Hawks. Minus, or sorry, Hawks plus 11 at home versus the Bucks. Eh, might as well. Yeah, Trey. Nice yep. Trey. Trey Young. Um, all right. Paul George is the new addition for the Clippers, finally uh, on the team. In his debut, uh, played the Pelicans, and they lost. But he put up 33, nine boards, four assists. In his home debut, the next game against the Hawks, they got a win. 37 points, four assists. Sorry, four rebounds, three assists. And then... Uh, the other night against his Oklahoma City Thunder, the revenge game, hit a game winner, 18 points, 7 boards, and 4 assists in the win. The Clippers are dangerous. Did you hear what he, he came out and said? He tried to get, he wanted a trade in 2017 to the Spurs. Yeah, with Kawhi. With he won a team with Kawhi in 2017 in San Antonio. Wow. Can you imagine how good so that's been? They've been wanting to do this since 2017. And DeJounte Murray. Wow. <laughs> I love that guy. Um... No, I mean they're dangerous. They're just dangerous. Yeah, it it annoys me that he's back. It annoys me that there's no more balance. It annoys me that the Clippers are so good. What's their record? A lot and a little. The Clippers? Yeah, eight and five. Eight and five. We talk right? about, like the Trailblazers are horrible. They're like four and seven. Oh, they're nine something. and five. They're nine, nine and five. five after I the feel so they play the Celtics. Dude, the Celtics are hot. Yeah, they're eleven yeah, and two. Loving it. <laughs> they're eleven and two and leading the East. I don't think I really thought this coming, but then again, look back at last year. You know what we started off last year? What did you start off last year? Sixteen and two. Did you with Kyrie? There's no way. No, they did. They did. With Kyrie, they and we did. thought we were gonna win the championship easy. And then, then look what happened. So I don't want to well, be that like, is Kyrie and Kemba doesn't walk away like that. Yeah. So I as much as like we're like, this is sick. Ooh. We remember last year, so we don't want to get like ahead of ourselves too much. Okay. We just want to you. get to the all-star break and then be like, wait, is this still happening? TJ, what'd you find? Celtics Clippers tonight at 10. 
I said that. Yeah, you said that about oh. 10 seconds ago. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, uh, that's that'll also be yesterday because post tomorrow. So, hey, yeah. Tomorrow, wait. Because when we post yeah. this. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Tonight at 10. Yeah. So do you want to call your shot and see if we're right? I say Clippers win by three. Yeah. Do you know what uh, the spread is right now? I don't. I just went for seven it. Seven and a half. Oh. Clippers minus seven and a half? Yeah. Are you serious? I say three. I say by three. What ESPN? I say it's by currently three. at seven on Bovada. There you go. I will take plus seven all day. There you go. All right. So I you also, call your shot. I'm also going to take him at plus 220 from the money line. <laughs> of course. I don't know. I think I say. I've got a feeling. Right now. Yeah, I've got a feeling. Mark it down on Spotify. I say the Celtics win by four. Wow. All right. There you go. Um, all right. Here's the big debate I wanted to talk about because this is more of a debate, I think, than just going over Astros and, and Jeff David and whatnot. Is the MVP race right now in the NFL between Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson? In my mind, it's a two horse race. I don't think Aaron Rodgers is close. Patrick Mahomes has been injured. Joey Bosa's never going to get there. You might get like defensive player of the year or something, but like, yeah. you can have it. It's a two horse race. It's Absolutely. Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson. They're both eight and two. Mm-hmm. Russell Wilson has sixty eight and a half percent completion, over twenty seven hundred yards, twenty three touchdowns, two interceptions. Not to mention three rushing touchdowns. So he's got twenty six total touchdowns. Lamar Jackson has very similar numbers, with sixty six percent completion. Uh, twenty-two and a half, or sorry, uh, two thousand two hundred fifty-eight yards, nineteen passing touchdowns, five picks, but he also has five hundred more rushing yards than Russell Wilson and six rushing touchdowns. So they have the exact same total yards between passing and rushing, and Russell Wilson has one more touchdown than Lamar Jackson total, but Lamar has three more picks. However. Lamar Jackson has six straight wins. Against? Lamar Jackson, in three of his past four games, has beat Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Deshaun Watson. In his second year in the league. First year as a full-time starter. Wow. Wow. As a Patriots fan, I have to go with Lamar Jackson for MVP. Not going to lie, I thought he was going to be a bus coming out of the draft. I, I did too. Like an I did too. Kind of thing. I, yeah. I didn't. I didn't think it would work. I really didn't think mm-hmm. it would work. But I, I I've said this too before. Skinny, too small. But. You've got to give so much props to the Ravens. You know, just completely revamping everything. John Harbaugh um, was gone after this year. If they, if yeah. they didn't have a good season. Absolutely. Wow, they're playing so well. And the whole I, what I love about the Ravens right now is their entire like organization. With did you see the thing they did before, like after they played the Patriots? What RG three came out and said that he would be the QB. Mm-hmm. Um, when he has a scout team, yeah. and before every week he mimics the opposing QB, yep. and he said he did his best impression against <laughs> Tom Brady because he ignored all natural instincts and didn't run. Mm-hmm. I loved that, yeah. by the way. That was yep. really funny. Yep. And he said when he did run, he was running in slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was, slow that was awesome. That was but awesome. How smart of them to like put RG3 there and mimic the QB. It's working, and I love mm-hmm. how even though he's not getting that much playing time at QB, He's doing so much more for that organization. I honestly think this is the happiest he's been. Yeah, like 100%. Since, yeah. since before the ACL injury. Well, and you know he loves Lamar Jackson because yeah. they're so similar. Yeah. You know that. Yeah. But I, I have all respect for Lamar right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred so percent. Um, I still think it's Russell Wilson. <laughs> I do. I, I I would say it's because I'm a Seahawks fan, but I don't think it is. I think Russell Wilson 
the way he, you know, the past two seasons, the Seahawks were not supposed to be good. Mm-hmm. When Richard Sherman left, Marshawn Lynch retired multiple years ago. Legion of Boom disbanded. Legion of Boom that. is completely gone. We have none of them anymore. Earl Thomas is now in the Ravens. Wide receiver core was kind of slim. No wide receivers. We now have DK Metcalf and Josh Gordon, so that helps. But run game, Chris Carson, he's okay. He's he's turned into a good back. Mm-hmm. But Russell Wilson keeps this team afloat. I agree. Russell Wilson is the reason they've made the playoffs the past, <coughs> what, four years? Five years, maybe? Russell Wilson makes something out of nothing. I think, a great guy. I yeah. think Lamar Jackson has a lot more help. Mark Ingram is a former. Okay, let's talk about the Heisman package yeah. that the Ravens have with Lamar Jackson, Mark Ingram, and RG3 in the, back, in the backfield. That's awesome. But Lamar Jackson has Mark Ingram, a great offensive line, but I, a good I, defense. They have no receivers. Yeah. Yeah. You have Hollywood Brown, right? He's Marquise Brown. He's been injured the last three games or so. Yeah, so you don't have good don't receivers. Know. You have better tight ends. You have Andrews. Mark Andrews. Well, not, yeah, I, I can't name not another, you because you're a Philly fan. But. I can't name yeah. another wide receiver on the Ravens except for Hollywood Brown. Yeah, exactly. I, I can't either. I'm from Baltimore. I, I couldn't name it. Do they have Willie Sneed? Yeah, they do. Oh, they do have Willie Sneed. Willie Sneed. Yeah. Uh, he made some is. catches against the Patriots. That's how I remember him. Uh, um, but yeah, they have a good offensive line. They have a much better defense, indeed, I think, yeah. than Seattle's. Um, I don't know. I just think the magic that Russell Wilson has brought this season is unlike any other. And he, I mean, as a Seahawks fan, I was writing this season off, saying mm-hmm. we're going to go... Six and ten. Really? Yeah, I thought we were gonna be bad. Wow. Maybe seven and nine. Not a winning record. Now we're eight and two. And the worst we can do is five hundred. Yeah, I I, sick. I was coming in with high hopes for the Eagles, but that's not happening. <laughs> I thought we were gonna go at least ten and six. Yeah. But you know. Yeah. Huh. But yeah, um Russell Wilson's my guy right now. Um I think he's the MVP. What do you, who do you have, TJ? You got Lamar? Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Lamar. Just because he's proved me wrong so much. Like, I love Russell. I have a Russell Wilson jersey. I love the guy. Yes. Um, But Lamar, like, I, I doubted him so much. And I, I wouldn't say I wanted him to fail, but I just didn't think he was going to succeed. And just to see, like, what he's doing for Baltimore and, like, for, like, he pretty much, reju- I'm going to use your word again, rejuvenated yeah, Baltimore. great word. Um, he just brought life back to the city and to an organization that was clearly going downhill. Yeah. And I just, I don't know, that's my pick. All right. Nothing against Russell. How long He's has been, Russ has been the QB? Uh, eight years now, I yeah. think. Because this is the seventh consecutive season that the Seattle uh, Seahawks will have a winning season. Wow. It's because of him. Which is the He's, the, he's the only reason. In the NFL. He is the only reason. I love him so much. Look at that stat. Look at that stat. Active number of consecutive winning seasons. Seattle, seven. Patriots, 19. There's <laughs> nothing in between. There's the seven nothing. And Seahawks have the second most with seven. Wow. And New England is at 19. I feel so good about myself right now. <laughs> All right, that makes me feel amazing. Thanks, Keith. Yeah. Appreciate you showing me that. At least you're God. on the list. <laughs> yeah, all right. All right. At least we're on the list. I like that. That is correct. 
Um, I think we have a really good game uh, Thursday night football. Colts at Texans. Both teams kind of need a rebound. Colts need to get back on track. Um, you know, they came out hot. You know, they beat the Chiefs in Kansas City. People thought they were really dangerous. I bought in a little bit. And then the Texans got throttled yeah. by the Ravens. That was absurd. I was not expecting that. 41-7. to Wow. I, I thought the Patriots game was a statement. And then, and then they here they that. come the next week to the Texans, 41-7. to Yeah. It's that's... insane. Um, So I think that's a really, really good There's one. There's a bunch of good games this week. Yeah. Who do you have for that one? I got to go Texans. In Houston, uh, they're, they're going to bounce back. Deshaun's going to lead into a dub. Okay. See how it is. Keith, just for the Texans' sake, you gotta hope that they turn it around right now and cannot go for two straight. So, I gotta go with Texans, just thinking that they don't want to do. Is is Keith rooting for a Houston team? I, you know what? The Texans, <laughs> the Texans entire Texans city should be scrapped. <laughs> I think you just burn it, burn like Rome, just burn Houston. Uh, I think because we've uh, given the Astros so much hate today, I've already made my Houston's fan mad enough. Uh, go Texans. All right, Deshaun Watson. Um, Seahawks and Eagles, I think it's another phenomenal one. That one's in Philly. Um, you know, Carson Wentz has had good games for sure, but he has also had some very bad games. You know, last week taking on the Patriots, Tough one to come off of. They played the Patriots off of a bye week, and now they play the Seahawks off of a bye, off week. Of a bye week. Thanks, so it's Roger. A, it's a bit of a tough one. I appreciate it. <laughs> but after this game, after this week, the Eagles have the second easiest yeah. record remaining uh-huh. schedule uh, in the league. So this is the last real competition, I would say, we, for Out of the, the top ten power rankings, the Eagles have played five of those teams this year. It's I mean it's just a tough stretch that we're going through and then we're, we're injury plagued. I'm not making up excuses. Okay. We we could have, sure. and then we lost games we should have won too. We lost to the Lions. I think we lost yeah. to the Bucks. Like, we just lost to some bad teams this year. But I, I'm taking the Seahawks in that one. You've lost to the Falcons. Exactly. The Lions. Week. The Falcons Lions. who showed up on Sunday. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Falcons just went all out. Who were they, who are they play? The Panthers. Panthers Twenty nine three. Oh my gosh. Yes. Four interceptions. <laughs> That's right. Wow. They just smacked them. Smacked that. And that was that's Atlanta. Atlanta. <laughs> Atlanta's a horrible. They've had a, the, one of the worst seasons that people can have. Well, Matt Ryan was back. That helps. They're not playing yeah. Matt Schaub anymore. Yeah. Couldn't figure out who to throw to. He's getting mixed up between jersey colors, it looks like. So after this week, do you reconsider trading Cam Newton? It's been one bad week. Yeah. yeah. So Makes I, you think. You still have the rest of the year. Who are they playing? Do we have any idea? The Panthers? Yeah. Uh, we can figure that out 100%. TJ's is, probably going to get there first. got to get a bounce back week. You have to. Have to. Or else, like, this is this is job security for this week. They play the Saints this week. Oh, my <laughs> God. Never mind. He's gone in, for in New, camp, right? in New Orleans. And then the next week after that, they play at Atlanta. <laughs> All right. So and then I, in Indianapolis. To, if you lose to the Saints... And then he oh. goes to Atlanta and loses to oh. Atlanta. I gotta think that they consider bringing La- last back. six games in New Orleans, in Atlanta, in Indianapolis, home against the Redskins, home against the Seahawks, and then home against the Saints. So really, so this, is a, really that's easy so game. this is a real test for Kyle <laughs> that Allen is right so now. So tough. They had an easy first half of the season for sure. Wow. They played the Rams and lost. They played the Buccaneers and lost. <laughs> then they beat the Cardinals, Texans, Jaguars, Buccaneers. Then they played the 49ers, lost. 
Played the Titans, won. Played the Packers, lost. Lost to the Falcons, and now they have probably the toughest schedule. So they've had a, a really, really tough schedule, and they've beaten everyone they've needed to beat except for the Falcons. I would not want to be Kyle Allen. Would not want to be Kyle Allen. <laughs> but that, that is a heck of a schedule. That is so tough. So tough. Uh, so props to Kyle Allen for, uh, you know, staying in there. Yeah. Props to him. McCaffrey's just going to hold that team down. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Um, all right, I think another really good game. TJ, you mentioned it. This week is filled Stacked. with good matchups. Cowboys at Patriots. As much as I dislike the Cowboys, I, I'm for the still a good matchup. Mm-hmm. I, I need the pass. Still a good matchup. You're coming into Fox, bro. Come on now. I know. It, yeah, that's, it, that's tough to win in Fox, bro. Mm-hmm. Okay, quickly, who you got? Patriots. Okay, Keith, I'm not going to ask you. Um, <laughs> Cowboys. Yep. Really? Cowboys. Really? Even with Dak doing that little pregame. Even with thing? the Dak shimmy, the Dak shuffle. The Prescott shuffle. Yeah, I like it. Um, you know, I think uh, they're due for a little surprise win. So, you know. We had our one loss. I think that's... That, I think yeah, we're oh, my gosh! <laughs> that you're like, you're like a Yankee fan. Oh, don't even. Yeah! That is so... Hurtful. That is so yeah! I'm, I'm, I'm walking out. Yeah! Um, go Cowboys. Sticking with the Texas teams. I wonder why. Uh, Packers, <laughs> the Packers go to Santa Clara and take on the 49ers with Jimmy G. They're, uh, they just had a last-second win against the Cardinals last week. They're looking to stay on trend. After suffering their first loss, they're 9-1. and one. The Packers have Aaron Rodgers, who people are saying he's in the MVP hunt. We I went over it. Was. Don't think he is. Yeah. Um, not anymore. But um, that's also a game that's, you know, the Packers, Packers are always dangerous. Coming off a of bye, they had a lot of preparation going. Aaron Rodgers, nothing like it, it's unpredictable what he's going to be able to do. Yeah, 49ers favored by a field goal. Oh, there you go. Who you got? Packers. Wow. Niners. I'm going to go Niners. Yeah. Uh, I want them to lose so that the Seahawks have uh, number one in the NFC West and we don't have to deal with the wild card. But I think the Niners are going to win. I do. Um, normally, I have more faith in Aaron Rodgers. Um, I think the 49ers are just are, are just clicking right now. Um, I also think the 49ers are going to save their other loss of the season for next week's Thursday night football against the Seattle Seahawks, which I might be at, and I really hope I am, in Seattle. Uh, that'd be really cool. I might go with the whole fam. So. Oh, that'd that's be awesome. very cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um, uh, and then Ravens uh, are in Los Angeles taking on the Rams, I also think. You know, the Rams, that's another dangerous great team. great Monday night football matchup. Great Monday night football. So, okay, Thursday night football is Colts at Texans. Good matchup. Sunday night football, Packers at 49ers. Good matchup. And then... Monday Night Football, Ravens at Rams, good matchup. Don't forget, Sunday afternoon at 1 p.m., the uh, the Browns play the Dolphins. <laughs> oh, prime time. <laughs> prime time. I think there are like nine games in the 1 o'clock slot. Yeah, really, other than those games we've mentioned, you have Lions, Redskins, Steelers, Bengals. Bad. Raiders, Jets. Wait, 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 wait. Steelers, Bengals? Steelers, Bengals. Oh, my Broncos, gosh. Bills. Oakland's, Oakland's in the playoff hunt. Chairs, uh, Bears, Giants, so Jairs, really, Giants. Yeah, I, I mix those two yep. words. Yep. Really, not that many good matches besides the ones you mentioned. So don't. That, that's why I mentioned. You don't want to wake but, up. But the matchups that are good are really good. Yes, exactly. There's wide range right now. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I think it's uh I think it's all good stuff. I dig it. Yeah, I'm very excited for the week. I've got uh, twenty dollars left in the betting account. That's going on one single game. Uh, probably gonna put it on the Seahawks because they're <laughs> underdogs. So it's gonna work. Really? Out. Yeah, they're wow. no, I'm not. very slightly. 
Underdogs. Yeah. Did I put my pick in for that one? Did I ask who you thought would win? Seahawks yeah. Eagles? Yeah. I, I picked the Seahawks, even though. I'm like, oh, that's what I'm talking about. It's Eagles minus three and a half because it's in Philly. It's one and a half right now. Ooh. So that means it's going in favor of the Hawks. Oh, you don't say. Yeah, uh, go Hawks, baby. I'm riding with the plus one and a half. Yeah, I like it. Um, so, yeah, uh, we this is our last episode before uh, we go on Thanksgiving break, so we're going to take a week hiatus. Um, but after that, we're back, uh, back in action. Uh, but then we take another couple week hiatus <laughs> because of winter break. So we'll be back for, uh, two episodes. Kind of just record it. Yeah, we could, we could figure out a way. I don't know. It might, might be a little fun, but, um, yeah, I, I think right now the NFL is really heating up. You know, it's coming down to it. This is when it gets more exciting. I think the first eight, nine weeks, eh, a little boring for me, but, um, now kind of picking up and hopefully two weeks from today when we get back. All the punishments for the Astros will be uh, coming out, and we'll get to choose our favorite one if it hasn't been decided already. Yeah. But there's definitely going to be a lot more information coming out about that, so excited to see. Cannot yeah. wait. Yeah, uh, not to mention uh, there is there are there are a couple good uh, college football games uh, coming up on Saturday. Penn State at Ohio State. Please. Please, God. We are. Please. <laughs> we are. We are. Penn State. Not Ohio State fans. Exactly. Um, I want the Nittany Lions to at least fight. <laughs> Just please. Please win, too. Please win. <laughs> That'd be amazing. The line is Ohio State minus 18. Really? Darn. <laughs> I feel like it's always, it's always in Ohio. Always. They always play the tough matchups in Ohio. It's really annoying. Mm-hmm. Gosh. Uh, Minnesota plays Northwestern. Northwestern has been absolutely abysmal this year. Uh, they are 0-7 in the Big Ten. Um, Alabama, huge matchup. Five. Tua's gone. Yep, Tua is out. Utah Valley, huge. You, hey, Utah Valley State almost beat Kentucky, or no, it's just Utah Valley. They almost beat Kentucky in basketball. Yeah. Really? How about that? Wow. Hung with them. Mm. Uh, Vermont also almost took off Virginia. That was crazy. Yeah. That was tied with yeah. I think four minutes left or something like that. Uh, huge matchup in the SEC. Auburn number fifteen taking on Samford. <laughs> uh, I always find it so funny when good teams play really bad out of conference schedules, like really late, like week eleven, week twelve. Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, I think it's really funny though. Um, other than that, I mean, SMU Navy, Navy former team, former ranked team. Um, Oregon takes on Arizona State. Maybe Herm Edwards can get one off of Oregon there. And then Utah taking on Arizona, number seven. Uh, TCU at Oklahoma. TCU's been looking pretty good. Mm-hmm. The boys of BYU are at UMass. Oh, yes. <laughs> plus, oh, yes. Plus 40 for UMass. <laughs> Let's go. What's the guy? What's the quarterback's name? Zach something? It's Zach Wilson. Zach it. Wilson is the most electric quarterback in the NFL, or in the, in college football right now, I think he's basically Russell Wilson. Yeah, I said. Other than that, you BC, Notre Dame, Texas State, App State, App State squeaked into the top twenty-five. Yeah, yeah, that. that's kind of cool. They're back in it. They well, they have been in it, but they're back in it now yeah. um, after that win. So yeah, um, do we agree with LSU one, Ohio State two, Clemson three, Georgia four, Bama five, Oregon six? Georgia, or I, it, it has not changed. The top seven has not changed with Utah coming in at seven. They have not changed. I, I think this week it's good, but 
obviously the next few weeks and with the championship games. I think with the Ohio State loss coming up on Saturday, they're probably going to go down to about four or five. Mm-hmm. Um, depends. I don't know. I don't think. I think Alabama is just going to go downhill from here. Yeah. Really? They are. Yeah. I don't even Two know. Who is out? Isn't it? Wait, doesn't he have a nephew? Or it's like, his, his brother. brother? Well, I don't, he's the third string. Oh, I think he's behind. Tua's brother? Tua's brother is on the. Oh, Tua. I did not know that. Talia. Talia Tungavaloa? Yeah. That's sick. That's why on Tua's jersey, you had to get T U dot. Oh, I like it. I like it. Did you say his nephew? I don't know. I know he's related it's to It's possible. It's nephew, possible. Nephew. Oh, I, I realize why that's wrong. I meant cousin. <laughs> I realize why nephew sounds so weird now. <laughs> Definitely meant cousin. All right. Uh, that's all the time we've got here on Misinterpreted. We thank you for joining us alongside Theron Costales, Keish Meltzer, and Telia Lundquist um, for this episode of Misinterpreted. We hope to see you in a couple weeks. We hope you stick around. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you later.